today's episode of the Break It Down for Brackens podcast is another discussion with Travis Mielison and Jenny Brackens, my lovely wife. We are going to discuss their next chapter, almost like a journal entry for the training they've been doing preparing for the JFK 50. Let's listen to what they have to say. Have you heard of Bracken's painting? I started Bracken's painting back in 2011. We do both residential and commercial painting. We have contractors licenses in West Virginia and Virginia, and we carry all the necessary insurances, like workers' comp, general liability. Uh, we operate a small staff that focuses on meeting the homeowner's needs and project manager's timeline expectations. Uh, we, pri- we try to have exceptional attention to detail. If you're interested in doing any sort of commercial or residential painting, please contact Brackens Painting. More information can be found at www.brackenspainting.com. The song you're hearing in the background is called Metro to Pentagon. It's written by Peter Clark. Peter Clark recently dropped his new album, Peter Clark After Dark. It's full of loungy electronic makeout music. Me and Jenny really love to listen to it on a Friday evening. The uh, song apparently was inspired by a woman carrying a cat on the metro, and she was humming a tune, and that's where he drew this inspiration. Check him out on SoundCloud, Peter Clark, After Dark. Okay, here we are, hot off the presses. These two animals just stepped in off of their JFK 50 slash Sky Mountain or whatever, 40 miler coming up. They're fired up, they're muddy, they're bitter. Let's hear what they got into today. Jenny Brackens and Travis Mulehison. Mulehison. Mulehison, sorry. Mulehison. I, I see words. <laughs> I see them and then I pronounce them the way I see them. It's like Mulehison. So it's Mulehison. Travis, let's start with you, man. What happened? Talking to the microphone. It was a muddy mess today. Very slippery, but good run. Good training run. Where was it? It was Bull Run, Manassas. Yeah, it was uh, Manassas Bull Run, uh, 20 miler, well, 19 miles. Supposed to be 18 miles, became yes. 19 miles, and then we walked it off for a mile. Yeah, and I got lost. Yeah, not bad though. <laughs> it wasn't bad. There's another hill. It was 19 miles of mud. It was like Ragnar Appalachians, mud, 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 mud. Like I said, these two have walked in the door really fired up. I'm pretty sure Ginny left at 7 a.m. this morning, and they get back at 3.30 in the afternoon. They have put a long day on the trail. So, Ginny, Mm -hmm. why did you pick Bull Run Park? So, it is my hometown. So, we went to uh, Centerville, Virginia, and it actually starts in Centerville, Virginia, and then you meander over into, you can either meander into Manassas or Clifton. It's right on the edge of the Manassas battlefield. So, I decided to go back into Virginia and um, wanted to choose a trail, too, because it's supposed to be a little bit of an easier trail. Yeah, today wasn't an, an easy effort at all. It was uh, not as technical. We didn't have rocks. No. But it was 19 miles of mud. Um, So I think what's happened is because today was such a warm day and and the trail is probably usually frozen over with this mud that everything thawed out and we enjoyed, we enjoyed mud. Lots of it. Super mud. Slippery. Mm -hmm. Very slippery. It was almost like a clay. Were there rocks? 
Not many. No, not many. No. Any other running groups out there? Uh, we saw a lot of people out on trail just kind of enjoying the day. A couple of trail runners, but mostly hikers. Um, except for a group of, uh, it was a group of 12 people, so I never fall on trail. Ever. Like, I never. Famous, famous last word. <laughs> I pride myself in not falling on trail. Except for today, there was a pack of about 12 people coming toward me. Running, I, running towards you? No, just walking. They were meandering. And I, <laughs> I went off to the side so that I could not be in their way and uh as i went off to the side my foot hit that <coughs> sweet spot of mud and i went down and i went down so hard i when i fall i'm careful not to go down on my hands so i don't break my wrists or do something like that so i fell and rolled into it and rolled directly into a mud puddle <laughs> and the 12 people just sat there didn't do anything they kind of looked at me and i'm kind of laying on the ground looking up and I get up, and, and the next thing is, where's Travis? Did he see that happen? Because he's going to laugh at me. Right. He didn't see it. But no, uh, <laughs> he knew I fell. And because uh, I guess I was yelling or something. Anyway, I got up and uh, and just acknowledged it. And it was kind of a funny moment. If you because you never fall on trail. If you ain't falling, you ain't home. That's what I say all the time. I know. All right, so let's back up a little bit. What inspired, or how, how was this week? And then how did this week inspire... 18 to 20 miles in muddy conditions. Oh, so a, what did you get into question. Monday through Friday? This this week has been my busiest training week so far, just to start off. So I've met 62.3 miles so far this week. I've still got five miles to go tomorrow. And a lot of my days were two-a-days. This week was all about running with friends. I started out the week um, on Monday morning with Pam, with Kentucky Pam, and we had a really nice interval run uh, in the morning. What kind of pace? Uh, we were like a 12-minute pace. It was really nice and comfortable. So it's heart rate training for the most part? Heart rate training. And then... Uh, Travis, and, on Monday? Yeah. Monday, I just took my dog for a walk. Get closer to the mic for me. Monday, I just took my dog for a walk. How far did you path. go? Three miles. Fast walk? Um, steady. Fat dog? No. Fit dog? Yeah, fit dog. Okay. Tuesday, Jenny? Tuesday, ran with Fiona. She's finally back in town. Nice. Uh, we ran together and then ran up to yoga. Where'd you run? Mountains Yoga. Uh, we ran around uh, Charlestown and Ranson, probably about a 10 to a 10 and a half pace. Um, conversation pace. Conversation pace. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Okay. Travis, did you sand Tuesday, back Tuesday? <clears throat> Tuesday was strides, <laughs> wasn't it? On the canoe? Yeah, so you let me back up. Tuesday was a two day. In the morning, I ran five miles with Fiona, and then we did yoga. And then Tuesday night, Travis and I ran on the canal, and we did strides, and that was a fast workout. So yes. my, I was running... Strides? Describe what that is, please. So what, what happens with strides is you run a conversational pace. Um, we were supposed to have a conversational pace mm. for a warm-up. And then you break out into a number of faster paces, and in this particular workout, it was supposed to be our 5K pace. So we had six... Your warm-up was at a 5K pace? No. Our warm-up was for... Conversational pace. Conversational 20 pace, minutes. 20 or 25 minutes. So 25-minute run was the warm-up. Was the warm-up. Just to give some perspective to those listening. And me. And <laughs> Yeah. And then the, um, the actual strides, we did six by 30 second strikes. So you do six rounds of 30 second efforts where you're pushing it in your 5K pace. So we, Travis and I don't always run together when we're together. We, I run at my pace that's challenging for me and he does the same. 
So this run was a was a fast run. I was running in the sevens. I felt great. It's it, it was the, the the pacing that I felt very comfortable with. But I have to I have to acknowledge that I pushed the pace in our warm up. It was supposed to be a conversational pace. My conversational pace is in the eights um, or the the low nines. We were running in the low nines, and Travis the entire time was arguing with me that it was not a conversational pace while having a conversation with me the entire time. It was a conversational pace. We we, we renamed it argumentative pacing. Right. So, yeah, Travis, you're you're dealing with a certain kind of personality. Yes, I'm learning that. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're dealing with a kind of personality that is a um, almost perfectionist, yes. significantly driven. She expects you to have the same drive that she does. Hundred mile an hour all the time, every day. Right. Yeah, you're you're in it, buddy. <laughs> you're really, really, really because we're only on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> so how many striders? Six by thirty seconds, and we didn't stay together when we did the strides. So we mm. stayed together for the for the warm up, and then when we did our strides, we went off on our own and finished it out. So it was about this on trail five and a half. It's no, canal. this is on the canal. Okay. About, and it was about five and a half miles for me. I think. Yeah. When all is said and done. Yeah. When did you decide to turn around? We t- we we decided to turn around at the end of the twenty five minute warm up. Warm up. Gotcha. Yeah. So for me, 25 minutes is a little over two miles for warm-up. That's what it was. So then your striders was about three miles. Mm, yes. I'm no, just, no, I'm no. Okay, so the six, the six by 30 seconds, we got that done, and then you're supposed to just run back at a conversational pace as soon as you're done with that. Well, you got, so, a, you got a minute 30 in between each strat also. That's a big detail. Yeah. Minute thirty, minute thirty of conversational pace. You don't stop. You just go back down to that pace. So the striding is conversational pace, surging into your five k pace, going back to conversational pace, and then you repeat. Okay, that was Tuesday night. That was Tuesday night. Wednesday morning. Me first. Travis. Okay. Do you do two days, Travis? No, I don't. Okay. You're like, I went to work. Yes, that's I did. <laughs> it's all about Jenny. You to work then. really early in the so morning. So Tuesday or Wednesday morning, what did you get into, Jenny? I ran with Fiona again, just to take advantage of it because she was leaving town. And, um, again? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah, she's, she's been out of town. Crazy. And we ran about five miles in the morning. Where did you run this time? Uh, same thing, Charlestown and Ransom. Okay, cool. Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. You got home late from work. I got home from late, late from work Wednesday nights. I run with the wild, wonderful Wednesday Hash House Harriers. I'm a hash runner. Yeah. Hashtag sheriff. How far did you get? Well, um, I showed up late because I was late from work. And so I started at 7.30. The run usually starts at 6.30. And uh, I tried to follow the trail and all the marks. Had a little bit of rough trail markings going into some shiggy, which is, you know, rough areas that might be hard to traverse. Like, it could be woods. It could be... Uh, just kind of off an embankment, <laughs> could be in the tunnels, and so uh, I I ended up going uh, just over four miles because I just I lost trail and decided to beeline it back to uh, where we ended, which was abolitionist. Was that stop and go running? Some of it was, yeah. So I stopped my Garmin when I was at uh, when I was at some intersections and I was trying to figure out where the heck I was, and I got lost trying to find marks. I went back on myself four times in one section before I decided to beeline it back to to abolitionists. Gotcha. So yeah, Travis, 
Wednesday night, I did a, <clears throat> sorry about that, a real conversational pace run at um, Bike Pass by myself. It's like a 10.30 pace. Then Where was this? At the Bike Pass down, oh, okay. down by the jail. And just took it easy because I knew I had hill repeats coming up on Thursday evening. I just wanted to log some miles. Gotcha. I want more detail from you moving more forward. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like... Jenny has a lot of details. Right. Nice, she's, nice she's very details. details. Like, I'll cut down. Okay. No, you don't need to cut down. Right. I just want him to ramp it up a little bit. I mean, Jenny, you're you're very descriptive, and I love it. And then I turn to Travis. I'm like, Travis, Travis like, I did three miles, 10:30 pace at the jail trail. Well, I, I did take it very easy. I, What'd you I wear? Walked up the hills. <laughs> um, I can't remember what I wore. Was it warm? Probably a Marine Corps marathon jacket. Probably. <laughs> and I probably okay. remember my headlamp too. Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, that was a dig at me. <laughs> I forget my headlamps sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder when I find run debris out on the counters and you're gone. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. What did she forget? <laughs> Headphones. Run debris. I'm like, well, I guess she didn't want this really nice headlamp. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't need it. Maybe they're going somewhere bright. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Thursday, Jenny, what did you do? I started my day off with yoga. I did not run to yoga. That's amazing. Um, look, I need a break. I am, will be the first to admit. but We're not there yet in okay, the conversation, well, but I'm definitely going to talk about that. <laughs> I need yoga in the morning. I am committing to three days of yoga per week, and I absolutely need it. It is part of my mobility and everything that I need to what keep What kind of yoga was it? It is a, oh my gosh. Like just normal yoga? Just normal yoga. There's, there's, it's actually a specific type of yoga, and I can't remember what Kathy teaches on Tuesdays, Thursdays. Thursday morning, I assume you went to work, Travis. Went to work. Okay. Jenny, Thursday night. Uh, well, that was, Travis and I had a horrendous workout. <laughs> we had uh, hill repeats, and just like last week, last week we had eight by two minute hill repeats. Um, this where, week, where are the hills two minutes long? Uh, on the jail trail on the Martinsburg side. So, so even though if you know, even if you're going downhill, it's considered two minutes. No, 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 no. So we did. You go uphill. It's intended to be uphill. Your recovery is downhill. So this week we did uh, ten ten by two minutes. So we so we increased the reps by two from last week, and we have a section on the jail trail where that we can go longer than two oh, yeah. minutes on that, and we're Easy. still going up the hill. Oh really? But yeah. So you're supposed to go. Uh, you're supposed to warm up for at a conversational pace. Ours was at my conversational yes, pace. Sorry, Travis. And um, and then we start the and then we start the reps. And you don't take any breaks in between. You go up for two minutes, and then when you turn around, you go back to the starting point. However long that takes you, it for me it's a little faster than two minutes because I'm running downhill right. and it's easy to kind of go. Um, and then you do that until you're done, and then at the end of that, you cool down for. 20 minutes which is also a conversational pace okay how'd it go for you travis it was tough um that night we i wound up with a little over eight miles that night um the hill repeats getting stronger with eight them. miles yeah how long was the warm-up 20 minutes so about two miles again yeah average for like yes. a 10 minute 10 minute mile with the hill repeats you guys are getting fast yeah I mean, you really yes. are because that many hill repeats and keeping that kind of a pace on hills with no rest days is insane. We, we ran on tired legs, and I did about 
10 miles. Um, so my, my pace um, was about eight. For perspective, what time are you getting in at night? Nine. 9 p.m.? Yeah, yeah, and that's after a long day of work. So it's... Those, and yoga in the morning. And yoga in the morning. What time was yoga? Six. Six a.m., okay. And I'm an early riser. I'm not... I'm not accustomed to working out at night. This is just the first time I've done it. I am a person who works out in the morning. So it's a little challenging for me to get motivated when I'm driving home from traffic from Chantilly. And there's always terrible traffic. Right. And battling it, trying to get myself to actually go out and run after that is hard. This is getting repetitive. Travis, on Friday morning? Work. You went to work. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what did you do, Jenny? I did a frozen browser run. I love it. It's what time favorite. of the morning was that? Uh, so it's usually at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Black Dog Coffee Run, but I started at 6 because I had to go to an appointment. So I ran with Miss Janice, and we ran five miles. Nice. Conversational pace. Heart rate training. More heart rate training, yeah. So most of my runs with my friends are heart rate training runs. Gotcha. It's a good. It keeps me in the right zone because if left to myself, I'll run too fast all the time. That's not good for me. I need to stay in the heart rate zones. Gotcha. Friday night, did you guys train? Yeah, we went to yoga, Friday night's community yoga. We walked up to yoga, which is, it's exactly a mile and a half. Well, we walked for part of it um, and went to Two Rivers Treads and visited our favorite people there. And then uh, realized that we were running a little late for yoga and ran the other half of the way to yoga. 840 pace. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not accurate. (laughs) Well, it was accurate. (laughs) Wait, 840 pace where? Running to yoga to make it on time. Okay. I was running in my Ugg boots. <laughs> Apparently, I can run in, in Ugg boots, although I, yeah. That's only a third of a mile. Not from, yeah, from two reverse treads, it was about a half mile. It was not bad. So then we, but we did yoga. Yoga was a great, gentle class, and then we walked home. Again. Okay. What time did you get home? Seven, uh, 7.30, 7.45. Yeah, that's about right. What time did you start today? We started today. Well, Travis showed up at the house at seven, and then no, I mean in the morning. What? Janice or Pam? Jo- Friday oh, oh, morning. Oh, on Friday morning, six. So you you left for the run at five forty-five. Yeah. Five forty-five. So it's a fourteen-hour day with work. That's that's my day every day. Okay. Just work is. And, uh. I get it. I get it. I'm going down direction with this podcast. How did you feel after the yoga? Because yoga is new to you. Yeah, it's new. How's it going yeah. for you? I liked it. I liked it. Wasn't a lot of twisting. I had trouble with the you last got, yoga we you did. You back, right? Yes. I really got to be careful. Do you know the names of the moves yet? Absolutely not. You know down dog. I can get the down dog. I can get the camera out and we'll take pictures of you posing <laughs> your favorite ones. <laughs> I don't have a favorite one yet. Shavasana <laughs> <laughs> right. is always the favorite. Okay, so we're going to fast forward to today yeah. where you guys left at um, <clears throat> 7 in the morning again to get to Bull Run Park. Yeah, we drove around once we got to Centerville. I never go back to my hometown because it looks nothing like what it did when I lived there. Sure. So it's so when I do go there, I actually go and visit some things. So I drove past my my childhood home, and that was really really That's cool. cool. Yeah, it's so much smaller than I remember, and uh, and when you're a kid, everything looks bigger. I also drove down to the Manassas Battlefield and look at looked at the the hill that I used to sled on as a kid, and that was really cool because mm-hmm. it's. Right, literally right across the street from the entrance to Bull Run Park that we go. And so we went, we actually started, we got to Bull Run Park. Once we figured out where the trailhead was, we started at a 9, 9 a.m. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't want to talk about this run. But I want to know, before we get into what you guys want to talk about, what are you guys doing for rest days? Because I've done some training. I've done some racing. I'm not not in this new version of me familiar with overtraining. Right. But maybe when I was younger, I did a lot of overtraining, possibly. What are you saying? What is your plan, Jenny? <laughs> I mean, I feel like... Yeah, I, I need... feel like I feel like Travis has at least one rest day where you just yeah, walk in the dog. Monday. Yeah, that was Monday for me is when I do that. Right. I I'm very impressed. I don't I mean I don't, I don't know you that well, Travis, but I know Jenny. I'm very impressed with Jenny's speed right. and her drive and the and the amount of energy she's putting into this and the dedication. Um, and I I know that the the nutrition is there. And the hydration is, that's another thing. I mean, I, I want to know how much you guys are drinking. How many ounces of water are you drinking, Travis, per day? Do you calculate how much water no, you drink? No, I don't. We if do. You... We challenge each other. We'll text each other and be like, drink your water. Because if we don't drink our water and we we struggle while in our runs, we're hurting each other. So hydration is, is pretty big. Yeah. Without lying to the people listening to the podcast, how many ounces of water do you think you average per day, Travis? genuinely honestly and if you come out and say 24 ounces then then you're admitting to yourself you need to drink more water so i drink probably between three and five bottles of water how big are the bottles um are they 16 ounces oh you mean like a typical water bottle yeah yeah. so you're right around 75 ounces of water a day yeah okay jenny what about you at least 36 um and, and there's a little bit more than that because i drink a lot of water in the morning when i'm taking my vitamins and all that good stuff but i have a water bottle and it's a 24 ounce water bottle and i just keep filling it up at work right i wonder what the right amount of water is i feel like a million dollars when i'm really hydrated me too i mean and i and i like today i'm approaching 100 ounces for the day hopefully i'll get 130 ounces for the day and that's you know a bunch of these mm-hmm. And I mix them with some flavored stuff and stuff like that and yeah. shakes and whatnot. But I find that I feel like a million dollars when I'm hydrated. Yeah. Um, but what about rest days? Like, Jenny, what would you say is your plan for recovery? Because you're running at a really high tempo. No, I know. And, and I'm not busting your balls. I'm just curious. And I think people would want to hear, we just broke down 12 workouts for the week. <laughs> Today we ran on on tired legs, and we're some of the training is running on tired legs. Yes, I would not recommend anybody train like how I'm training right now. Some of the, some of what I'm doing, I, first of all, I need rest days. I'm fighting for rest days. Uh, Sundays are my rest day, and I defend it with my life. They're no longer my rest days because we have to split our long run days. So I'm struggling with figuring out how to put my rest days in there. What's hard to compete with as well is my involvement in bros and bras because I feed off the energy of other people. I need to be with my people and it, I love, I so value those runs during the week. If I can run with a friend, it's fantastic, but it's also hard for me to reel back. I will be the first to admit, full disclosure, I have struggled with overtraining in the past. Um, I'm good until I'm not. My back injury, I had a very significant back injury from CrossFit a number of years ago, and that was, it was, it was caused by overtraining. Um, I overtrained so hard I got shingles before I was even 40. It, it's, I don't, I have a drive in me that doesn't stop, and I can't, I, it's really hard to pull it back sometimes. It, so, it is impressive. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not joning. 
I'm just I'm just bringing it to the surface so we can discuss it next week too. Yeah, it's 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 something it's something that's really. I feel very vulnerable in talking about it because I feel like once I put it out into the open that all eyes are on me. Oh, look how much she's training. Is she overtraining? My body can take a lot. I'm an endurance athlete. I also have an incredibly stressful job. A lot is expected of me. And, and, and so I kind of put the same weight on my, my own shoulders at work. Um, but when, when I was, uh, oh God, when I was a teenager, I go so hard. When I was a teenager, I had anorexia um, and I didn't know it. I would just go out for walks and I just don't stop walking. And it's a weird, um, it's, it's a just, I, it happened because of walking, not because of the eating. <laughs> and it's embarrassing to say that. And it's a very vulnerable thing to say. I was 15 at the time. Um, but I have a hard time pulling back. I am so competitive with myself. I don't know how to stop. So I recognize it. I think about it all the time and I'm trying to figure out a way to, um, structure what I'm doing so that I can build in more rest. And I think what works for me is following a plan. If somebody's telling me what to do and they're telling me to rest, I'll rest. I was going to ask you that two, two part question. One, if you were coaching somebody like Jen Prussia to do a half marathon, how many rest days would you implement for somebody like her? Uh, for most people, I would say I would look at what their lifestyle is and how active they are, and I would recommend four to five days per week running. Some, some less, but I would say for a lot of people at the four mark or five days per week. I'm somebody who is, it does really, really well with, with higher volume with a five day per week. But, um, so yeah, with two rest days, it's, that's what you say. Jen Prussia, don't overdo it. Right. Don't overdo it. You, you should train, train hard, train fast, recover. Right. If you had a coach, Jenny, what would you imagine he or she would recommend for rest days? Um, who, I, who understood your lifestyle? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think they'd probably say two days. I, I do. Um, because one day is not quite enough. For, for me, the, the, the reason I know I need to fight for my rest days right now is just mentally I'm so taxed with work. I'm so taxed with all of it that I really just start my, I, it starts, it starts, I'm starting to have disturbances in my life. Uh, like, I'm waking up an hour before I need to wake up. I, I recognize that that's a symptom and it's a sign. I feel great on my runs. I'm able to run at a pace that I've never been able to run before. And I'm able to go for longer distances than I've been able to do, do before. And that's so tempting to just keep going. But all of these other things in the background happening are letting me know these are signs. And because I've gotten to the worst points where I'm just completely exhausted, I'm, I'm right now trying to be proactive and kind of reel back. I'm not ignoring you, Travis, but I'm enjoying this conversation. No, it's just, it's just, I feel like I hate talking about this. I honestly hate okay. talking about this because then I feel like that, that I'm under a microscope then, you know, and a oh, lot ba of baby, baby, you're not under a microscope, but we are recording a series about <laughs> your training. And this is a really, really good thing. And there may be other people out there who are overtraining and overtraining could be four days a week for some people. Sure. Maybe with their lifestyle or family or kids or career or obligations or commutes or, or whatever it is, they, they may need to hear that they're not the only ones out there that are, I'm like, I don't want to use the word addicted to training, but 
like who are locked in and really get the buzz from training. And again, what I said in the beginning with what you're doing is really, really impressive. And I am invested because if you overtrain and blow out your adrenal system, or if you overtrain and blow out an Achilles or an ankle or a knee or a hip or a back, my whole household goes upside down. <laughs> but like, but my, right now my body feels good, and so now is a good time to kind of pull back. But I I have to ask you, Kevin, because I, we're not special by any means, but we're a little bit different than the average runner. The average runner might be able to go out and go for a couple runs per week. We run a fitness organization that is aimed to help people get out and get active. Because of that, and the people who are highly involved in Bros and Bras understand that there's there's a, a a feeling that what we're doing is something bigger than ourselves. So there are absolutely times that I'll go out for a run when I don't need it because it's serving a greater good. It's helping my friends be active. It's 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 helping me feel camaraderie with people. It's helping people be accountable. So my it's also spiritual and it it, it, it fills is. it fills your heart. I mean, when I podcast with Bros, it fills my heart. I love hearing, I love seeing bros and bras and how they're out there, right? Um, I'm not driving anything home, but I think this is something we get to revisit in two weeks and yeah. three weeks because like you said, you're proactively trying to do the right thing. And it's so easy to just keep crushing and keep crushing. But you, you're really working with the long con here. Not only is it Mountain Sky or Sky Mountain or <laughs> Highland, Sky. Uh, Highland Sky, but also with the JFK. Because the amount of distress you will feel if you overtrain and can't do JFK will literally change your character. And it will. And so my personality type is, uh, when I was a baby, my parents called me Crackadon because I was always up at the Crackadon. And I still am now. And you know me when I'm in this house. I never stop moving. I have been working with a professional leadership coach for my career. And we had a conversation this week about this where, you know, what does it look like if you, if you just stop producing all the time, stop moving, don't feel like you have to do anything or move all the time. What does that look like? And that for me, I had to kind of admit that that doesn't equal failure. That doesn't equal that I'm not living my life to its fullest. And so I think that all of that kind of feeds into the conversation with fitness as well, that my personality type my entire life, people have tried to change it. I am always moving. I can keep going at a high RPM. I just need to recognize what is within a normal range for me versus an excessive range that could cause an injury, cause me to not be able to do a race. Because I agree, that would be absolutely devastating. And it wouldn't be fair to my training partner who's putting all this time in with me. Devastating isn't even the word. <laughs> Yeah, you saw me when I injured my back. That was pretty bad. No, I just, I know the buildup. There's an emotional, there's a psychic buildup to these races. Would you agree? Oh, totally. Right. And then in the races that I used to do that were one day, two day, three day, four days long. And if we failed or if I failed and could not finish a race, and I'm not talking about winning. I'm talking about just not even finishing it because DNFs were very common in adventure racing. I'd be in a depression for three days. I would feel terrible. And I'd be very sad. I'd be angry. But, again, sweetie, I'm not driving anything <laughs> home. I'm just saying it's something that needs to be discussed, I think, on the podcast. And I'll shift over to Travis so that you don't feel like I'm beating you up. I don't feel like you're beating me up. Actually, I, I, I thank you for talking about it because you know offline. You and I have talked about it quite a bit. I'm like, I just 
need time where work isn't in the way, running isn't in the way. I just feel like I need some time to sit and stare at a wall, have nothing in front of me. Wait till you hear the things I say next. Travis, <laughs> yes. before you got involved with Jenny on this ridiculous path you guys are on, because you are in it deep, buddy. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, she is a driven badass. I mean, there's a lot of talk about Jenny right now that's because she's not around bros and bras, but everybody is watching. Everybody is very impressed with your progression. Whether you like it or not, it's on the internet. People are tracking it, and, it, and you are broadcasting, and we're podcasting. But people, I talked to, like, somebody was talking about you recently, and I said, don't even consider trying what Jenny is doing right now because what she's doing is an un... It's so with you too, Travis. It is an undefinable level of of racehood or training that is it's you guys are wicked committed I don't know well then they, I mean you're following a plan yeah Travis She's, is actually following a plan yeah, and, and I and he's not training as many miles as I am because right. he's following a plan so right. I need to get on a plan well I'm just saying and Jenny with all the appearances she makes for bros and bras or yeah. runs with her crew dude it is a lot and, I, and people are saying, well, I'm, and I'm saying she's doing stuff with her job that's really badass, too. And it's mm -hmm. it's wicked impressive. And, like, she's like a, man, I don't even know. Her company, I don't even know what she does, really. But I know she's really busy, and sometimes she gets spun up. And right now, she's in the spun-up phase. Plus, she's running with you. Plus, she's running with other people. And she's being yanked in a lot of different directions. So, it's amazing what you guys are doing. But for you... Before you started training with Jenny, what did your rest days look like? And would you take one and then run for a while and then another one? Would you take three rest days? I mean, How did it go? I was I normally ran through the week at and my normal rest days was Mondays and Fridays. Have you ever experimented with two rest days to see how you felt afterwards? No. Uh, no. Well, those like, are the two oh, two yeah. consecutive rest yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. You come, like, if, you Monday, you take, if you took a Monday Tuesday off, you come back like Superman. By yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, you're like, what? Right. Yeah, I've never had two days off in a row. Okay. I have. They but feel good. I don't run hard every time out. Now you do. Well, no, not really. Okay. Because we're I've still quit, sticking I've, to our own paces. Yeah, we don't I've run. quit trying to keep up with her. I mean, I got run oh, by for my body's condition. Yeah, for a while. I mean, I was running myself down trying to keep up with her, and we're at two different levels. I mean, she's up here, and I'm. Gotcha. It's not up there. I just feel more comfortable mm. with a different pace. My training is sure. just—it's just different. And we're at different places in our running right now. That's so cute, Jenny. You're like, I'm not—I'm not fast. You are rocking. <laughs> you are so incredible. You know, let me tell you something. Oh, I'm not even going to acknowledge this because October, before I changed my nutrition, I could not do the paces that I did. So I feel like I'm so superstitious about it because I've never, I worked for four years and was never able to get to where I am now. And now that I'm there, I'm like, oh God, part of the overtraining was like, I don't want it to go away. It feels good because my body doesn't feel like it's dying when it's happening. And when, and, and those paces that are comfortable now, a year ago, were not comfortable. So I, I'm afraid that the, the, the bubble's going to burst and it's going to go in. Maybe it will if I don't take more rest. It's going to burst yeah, if you don't rest. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I think I've beaten that horse plenty. Yes. Let's talk about, 
and since Jenny just walked away from the microphone, Travis, <laughs> this is on you. Let's talk about team dynamic. How's it going training together? It's going well. I mean, we hold each other accountable, and sometimes I do try to keep up with her, and I just kind of tell myself that that's not happening right now. Maybe in two months because I'm getting faster each week. I mean, it's a goal to be able to run with her, but I know right now I'm not at that level. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, Jenny has just presented an item to the table. I can't comment on it because if I, once I'm done recording, I'll hear all about it. So, <laughs> Gummy uh, bears. Uh, My nutrition is on point all week, but we just finished 20 miles. I get gummy bears. Yes, she just put a giant bag of gummy bears on the table for them to share, and that's cool, man. But if I had said eaten. it, if I had said it, I'd, I'd have gotten in trouble for calling her out. We haven't eaten yet. Right, we're getting ready to have dinner. Um, Jenny, how's the team dynamic going? Training together. I think it's good. I think that there are sometimes that are that it's challenging because it depends on what run we're at. Once we decided that, well, once I don't even know how we cross this but we got to a point where we were very comfortable running our own paces i actually think it was last week because i was having such a bad week last week and i was in mm -hmm. such a foul mood that i was just quiet when i was running foul mood describe that more <laughs> i was just in hold on a second travis yeah. describe her foul mood grouchy no she just she was quiet but you could tell there was I'm something wrong quiet. but it's like you don't want to ask just just you know yeah. let her deal with whatever is going on and okay and let, let her work it up yeah, you were spun up last Super week, stressed with work. I had a friend who lost a parent, and that was really just bothering me. Uh, yeah, super stressed with work, though. And so I just needed to get quiet and get my own head. And um, and so we, we were able to break off from each other in our pacing last week, and, and that felt fine. And I was worried about that because when you have a training partner in the beginning, I don't know what that means. I mean, I've trained with Fiona a lot. You always kind of think we have to stay together the whole time. You don't necessarily have to. Um, so the dynamic right now is um, it's good. Um, sometimes it's, I still feel the anxiety that, that we need to stay together, I think, because otherwise it's kind of like we're on two separate islands when we're training. And But I think we're getting the benefit. We always come, we're always, yeah. we always come together in the end and kind of talk about how we felt about the effort and... Uh, and, and it's always positive. Yeah. Um, I imagine that specifically for Travis, I feel like Travis and I have a little bit of the same spirit when it comes to training, even though he has a little bit more drive, I'd say, or, or commitment to getting out there because I tackle 5Ks. You mm -hmm. tackle races 10 times that distance. Or no, way more than 10 times that distance. You tackle 50 milers. So you have to train. Right. Otherwise, it'll probably kill you. But just by Jenny forcing the schedule, you can't bail out on your training calendar. Oh, no. I would. Whereas before, you maybe skipped a couple of sessions. Yeah, I mean, if I if I had a hard day at work and my legs was feeling from climbing up and down ladders all day, I bet right. it would be easier to talk myself into, well, I mean, you got a good workout at work today. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just take it easy. Um. I want to talk a little bit also now about nutrition. What's your nutrition like? Have we talked about this yet? We, we touched on it on the first episode. Right. Are you following any specific nutrition plan? Um, earlier in the week, or well, last week, and beginning this week, I actually did a 60-hour fast. 
that I'm trying oh, to. Oh boy, that's a big topic. Yeah, let's for talk discussion. about that for a second. Yeah. What did you eat? Nothing. Nothing. I had um, a little bit of bone broth. And Where I was did drinking. this idea come from? I've done it several times. Oh yeah. When I feel my body getting sluggish, uh, it's called a reboot kit. Sure. If I'm proven, just from for ketones and stuff. Uh huh. When I start feeling sluggish, I do it. Sixty hours. It's like three days. Started on Sunday night, then I ate again Wednesday morning, real food. How was that? Um, the first day is tough, but after that, uh, I mean, I was fine. That sounds really Tuesday weird. Tuesday night, yeah. I feel like it was tough for you. So the t- Tuesday night run, when we were done because yeah. we did those strides and we were right. running faster, mm-hmm. I I feel like you were really really hungry, and at that yeah, point you could see the finish line. But right, yeah, I mean, it's not a. I mean, you can tolerate it. I always get a headache. Though. Why do you think it helps? I'm not for sure, but I, I always just feel like I can breathe better. I feel lighter when I... Does your coach to... give you that guidance or you do it on your own? No, I do it on my own. Okay. Matter of fact, right before JFK, I contacted my coach. It was like two weeks out and I was feeling sluggish and I actually asked him about it. If I could do one real quick before JFK and he's like, no, we're, we're not changing anything that dramatically dramatic this close to the race yeah gotcha he said you wait till after the race and do it okay jenny you primarily you you, you're across both spectrums so you primarily eat salads and whole foods Mm -hmm. as much as humanly possible yeah despite having a bag of gummy bears on on the table i actually stopped uh for the most part eating these i used to have them all the time because i I am her gummy bear dealer yes he he bought me uh, i due to her mood last week (laughs) <laughs> he, he filled the house with all the foods I shouldn't be eating. No, the uh, uh, so I, I've cut these out. I've cut alcohol out. Um, I mean, I'll have it occasionally, but really in the last month, I've, I've cut it almost out entirely. And yeah, whole foods. For the most part, whole foods. Um, breakfast, I'll have a shake. I have vitamins. I have uh, supplements that assist with my recovery. And, uh, you know, I'm very, very careful about my nutrition because I... I think that it's because of my nutrition that I've been able to uh, reach some of the goals of my running. Um, because until I changed my nutrition, nothing was changing with my running. It's all nutrition for me. Right. That, those are trigger foods. And again, people, she was in a mega funk one day, and I was like, okay, I can either fight her, I can be like, why are you being such a punk, and come at her, or... I could say, I could leave, get the hell out of Dodge, also a possible possibility. Or I could go buy like every single thing she would ever want at the grocery store. That had to be Thursday. Was it Thursday? <laughs> I don't remember what day it was, but it was, it was super freaking cool. I think it was Monday. Cool. I was super excited about it and I was like, wait a second, don't you derail. Oh, I know. Like, that's a big But, it, but it was also delicious and it was nice to eat. I need to feed a lot. And let's talk about that because how's your nutrition? I need to feed. I always underfeed. It's amazing because I feel like I eat all the time and I love the act of eating. I love food. I always eat more food than I think I do. Uh, Should we talk about the other things you snack on or do you want to talk about that on another podcast? What are the other things I snack on? Sometimes you go the opposite of whole foods. Sometimes we don't have the right whole foods in the house. I, I wish we had. Um, I do the, a lot I of wish, bars. I wish we had the discipline to not have as much snacks in the house. 
Grant and I bought a bunch of snacks, but... No, when we don't have snacks in the house, um, I primarily have protein bars as a backup. Um, I do some other... If, if I have, I'll have like a healthy snack. I just wish our schedule allowed us enough time to get to the grocery store, get the food. As a matter of fact, I heard about... Busy, I do a lot of food prep. I just... Then I, I'm not getting it for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just heard about a company that's getting started. I can't comment on the name or who it is yet, but... They're talking about, um, remember how I used to buy those meals from Emily? Mm-hmm. Emily was our neighbor, and she would make, like, uh, sweet potatoes stuffed with cheese and pulled pork. I mean, what? I believe I did that for you as well, and you did not like the whole foods that I was feeding you. And let's just be clear on okay, this. Okay, here we go. The reason you might not be getting a dinner from me is because you've spent a good part of the last year away from home. So... You know that I've done all of my prepping, and you know that every day I have something that I prep that I take to work. This was so not an attack. <laughs> this was not an attack. I was saying I wish we had more time, which we don't. We don't have time to go to the grocery store. And if we go to our store, then the food goes bad. We don't get around to cooking it because of my travel, her busy commute, all the running. We just don't have that kind of resource. Hey, but, I go to the grocery store. You just don't check the bins. It's in the salad food bins. So yeah, it's not doing them. many salads. <laughs> right. So, anyhow... Uh, our neighbor used to, I used to buy food from our neighbor. She would make these really cool meals. And then you could uh, put them in a freezer bag and then freeze them and thaw them. And it was like a badass cool. meal, right? It was really good. It was meal prep, like from the neighbor, though. Yeah. I mean, who knows what it was costing. Or, <laughs> or It was a good deal as far as I was concerned because they were just perfectly prepped meals. It doesn't put any pressure on Jane to make dinner or me to buy the groceries. Well, I heard about a company opening that's doing exactly that thing. And um, because it's local... Local food delivery. I'm like, yeah, love that. Let me just get like eight meals at a time, twelve <laughs> mm-hmm. meals at a time, right. and I'll stick them in the freezer. You know, and I'm, I'm thinking like lasagna, just big, heavy casserole kind of things. That's really what we need instead of snacking. And I'm not saying that you're snacking. I'm just saying like, I wish, I wish it was just easier to get prepped meals. We're both too busy, Jenny. Don't think it's a shot at you. It's not. It's just... it's it's not it because I eat so many whole foods. Like, yeah, you where you, are the... you do a better job than I do. Yeah, like my entire life is either eating the whole foods or following the plan on the nutrition that I have with, with the the shakes and things like that. So yeah, it's um I think you're just not getting the same level of prep because I don't think you enjoy the same foods that I do. I like a lot of raw vegetables and things like that. Travis, you see how I'm digging a hole here? Yeah. You've done dug the hole as if as if I've not existed in this house mate, doing all of my food prep. Like, where have you been? You, you, you got to shovel in his hand. After, after, after you stop the podcast today. Okay. So, <laughs> change the subject. Yeah. So, you guys, did you guys have any topics that you wanted to share? I know you guys were talking about having things, and then I, I took command of the podcast. Was there anything you guys were wanting to talk about? We talked about argumentative pacing. Yes. That's our thing. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, talked about the importance of remembering your gear, headlamps. Yes. Travis actually carries an extra headlamp because I, I had he two, knows all forget. I had two the other night. <laughs> yeah. I've done that hill repeat workout because they're always at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, twice now without a headlamp, mm-hmm. trying to hopefully not fall off the path because it's very dark. <laughs> And that's cool. Um, It makes sense. Is there anything else? Um, We, uh, 
I think we just talked about today that this was just a hard day and it was hard on our legs. Um, I, uh, I almost uh, felt really good until I didn't today. There was so much mud. It was so slippery. It was so annoying. I, I just, I was kind of over it because I was tired and, um, and I don't want to sound like I'm negative all the time. I'm not. I've had, a, I had an, I had a rough week last week. This week, um, Jenny, I don't, just here, don't worry about I think how... most people know me as the positive person all the time. So, yes, the podcast before you paid you enormous amount of con- uh, compliments on how positive you oh. are and the cheerleader and all that stuff. But this podcast is important because this it shows, is, this is like it shows people the ups see. and downs yeah. of, of endurance training. And it's whether anybody listens to it or not, it's, it's good to journal it. It's good for you two as a team to <clears throat> or a training partners to to hash it out and i like to ask difficult questions that put you guys on the spot travis i don't have any dirt on you yet but i live with this lady <laughs> i think i got some dirt on travis i know I, I think that's a very really good point i think it's something that you should be doing because what we see on social media is completely different from real life full disclosure today was a tough day for me halfway through uh, i thought it was bonking and I actually stopped to fuel, so I've been fueling every hour with spring energy. Okay. Okay. And uh, and I actually stopped uh, at the half hour mark and just fueled a little bit more. Um, I just didn't. Mm, it was just annoying. I was so tired of slipping in mud. I have run in so much mud. I've run in so many Ragnars with mud where it's been insane. It's just annoying. And so I was ready for it to be done, and I was tired on top of that. So today was a day where we kind of battled, and we finished. And we were happy to finish, and we we're happy to eat after. Yeah, today I was tired. Then I got lost. <laughs> yeah, and then you, it's you, it's easy to get confused. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're both enlightened enough to roll out two miles on a course and be like, "This is stupid. Why not turn around and go run the streets of Centerville?" Or well, let me let me explain to you. When we started, everything was frozen. When we started, it was twenty <laughs> degrees. <laughs> When we ended, it was 45 degrees. So I knew when we were running out, I said, oh, this is great. I said, can you imagine this mud when it warms up? Hopefully we'll be done before it warms up. It warmed up so fast today. We came back slipping and sliding. It was a freaking mess. Well, that's really good, though, because with that kind of a workout, even though it may have been too long for a real positive of benefits, you guys worked a lot of those muscles that you can develop for off kilter running or slippery running those are those are important to develop and they can they can go dormant or go weak pretty quickly if you spend too much time on the road or trail or easy trail you know we also practiced how to fall down yeah i fell on a two-foot hill that was pretty funny we all had we took pictures of our you know we're we're, we are you can't see it on the podcast but we're covered in mud right now okay travis (laughs) one or two lessons learned from today um Take your time when the footing's bad and, and pay attention. And the other lesson would be um, when you're running by yourself to pay attention to the blaze marks on the trees or you get lost. <laughs> All right. Jenny, any lessons learned today? Yeah, hydration. I, I, um, I was having some Charlie horses last night, and I, that was my first time that I wasn't uh, – that I wasn't hydrated enough. Um, I should have done a better job at hydrating in the last couple of days. And, um, and I think that that's why that, that, that was the direct cause of my fatigue today. Not just the miles. I think it was a lot of dehydration. So really good lessons to learn. Anything else we should share today? 
Let's eat. Okay, yeah, it is time to eat. I'm hungry <laughs> also. Um, there may not be a podcast next weekend. Okay, that's fine. I'm in Miami mm-hmm. for my race. Mm-hmm. I want to wish won't. you luck in, in your race. Thanks, yep. bud. Mm-hmm. Just I know that you'll enjoy it and you'll start training exa- as soon as you get back from running that race. <laughs> that's what I do. I train after the race, smartass. It's the exact opposite <laughs> um, of me. Actually, if I was to say, I have been training relatively aggressively. It's not in the same tempo as my wife, Jenny. But um, I am 93% ready for this race in Florida. And that is, and me being 100% is a savage. Yeah. So me being around 93%, I had planned to, yesterday I did a a five-mile run on the true form, nonstop, no pain. That's awesome. legit. Yes. That's and right. on the true form, it's way harder. Oh, I, yes. You know, in the off season, I will get on the true form and, and do a couple miles in there because it helps my form. I mean, you yeah. can't run incorrectly on the true right. form, in my opinion. Kevin, uh, allegedly, you were overheard saying this week that uh, you are running Ragnar next week and you officially started your training for that Ragnar no, on Monday. No, that is not what I said. I said race season starts started on Friday. Yesterday was the first day. Oh, so you of... started training yesterday. No, I said race season, not training season. I'm very well trained. <laughs> Smartass. Um, but what I was trying to say was that I did five miles yesterday on the um, true form. And that was my first day running at all in almost a week. I had Good done job. I had done mobility and some strength training and balance drills and core work. And some, some specific weightlifting strength training. And every exercise I do, there's no um, uh, like sexy muscles. I'm not doing like biceps. I'm not doing right. um, things I don't need to. So if I do every every workout I do and every exercise I do is focused on road or trail running. They all have a component to that. Um, but since I had a successful run yesterday, and also I was testing out clothing and gear that I wanted to wear, so I was at Anytime Fitness wearing my short shorts. Yep. And my singlet, just rocking it. <laughs> even, the ha- Miami. even the hat that I had planned on wearing, I wanted to test out to make sure it was battle-tested for five miles or so. I learned some lessons about some of the gear, and I'm, I adjusted that today. Now, today was supposed to be five miles on the Black Dog Trail. Um, and I tried Tailwind for the first time. What did you think? It, was, it worked really well. It works very well. I had well. a dynamite high speed. for. And, and here's the other thing is that when I'm running before a race like this, if I'm doing five miles, I'm not running out two and a half or running back two and a half. I'll run out one to one and a quarter miles and then run back. I'll repeat the same course. That way, if I have something that feels weird or a slight pull or like Jenny hates it when I don't want to run the full distance mm-hmm. as she wants to run. I mean, she hates it. Sometimes I'm like, it's I got really three miles. really hard mi-. just to get you to run with me, I'm man. I'm like, well, I got three miles in me. Like, let's do five. I'm like, well, I got three. <laughs> and then if I'm out for five, all of a sudden at three and Three and a quarter, three and a half. I'm like, I feel like crap. And you'll tell me for two weeks after that it was that run. But I have to acknowledge that you are a fitness expert. You really are. I'm not making a joke. And so your mobility, your drills, you showed me a lot of those really cool ankle drills in the BOSU ball mm-hmm. to, to help me with my ankle stability when I'm on, on trail. That stuff's legit. Right. So that you know what to do. Your life just sometimes gets in the way with being a small business owner. That's true. So I went out. For the five miles, doing the mile to a mile and a quarter, out and back, out and back, out and back, and um, I, you know, I, it's kind of like testing out a NASCAR, like a race car on the track, 
two days before the race. And I was like, this machine's running right. Let's, okay, we ran, ran two miles. And I was like, this is really running well. So then I pumped out one more mile, and then I saw Bill ahead of me, so I sprinted to catch Bill, and then me and Bill walked it in for the last quarter mile. But I didn't have to do five. The body said it's ready. Yeah. Everything seemed lubed up and hydrated and mobilized the right way. Even at significant speed for me, uh, over distance, I was like, there's no problems. Form was as perfect as far as I could, I could tell. So I'm ready for my, and it's just two five-mile laps in Florida for the first Ragnar that I'm doing. And, I mean, it's it's good to feel that. And I don't know if anything or what is special of, about my training, but it really works for me. So Yeah, it works for you. Yeah. I think I overtrain with rest days is what it is. I overrest. <laughs> That's my Maybe method. We start adding that. I, I'm good. I'm good with trying, trying for that. It's you know, I can go for a little bit of that. All right, cool. Well, guys, I know you're starving. I'm pretty hungry too. So let's steak? wrap this up. Everybody, there might be a podcast next week. There might not, and if there is, it might be a little bit later. But um, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.